Welcome to Wit and Wisdom, where we bring you straight talk on American culture and current events. I'm your host, Tom Green, and I'll be your guide. Have you ever wondered what the key ingredients of a meaningful life are? An 80-year-old Harvard study on aging holds the secret. During the Great Depression, Harvard researchers began tracking the health and happiness of 238 college sophomores. They hoped the study would uncover the long-term ingredients for a happy life. What they uncovered, in fact, was far greater. Today, only 19 of the original 268 participants are still alive, all in their 90s. But over the course of their lives, participants agreed to a barrage of poking and prodding, Every two years, participants were asked a detailed set of questions about their marriage, job satisfaction, and social life. That included their victories and their defeats, both personal and professional, every aspect of their lives on full display. Researchers studied their mental health and also focused on what brought them happiness or sadness over time. Every five years, they participate in a medical exam, The results are carefully monitored and categorized. Over time, the study was expanded. It now includes the offspring of the original 268. There are now over 1,300 participants. While some of the original participants went on to become doctors, lawyers, and high-profile executives, many others became alcoholics, drug addicts, and complete derelicts. The original cohort actually included one president of the United States, John F. Kennedy. So what makes this study so profound is its staying power. See, measuring happiness over a lifetime is challenging because people often can't recall what happened many years ago. Or if they do recall what happened or how they felt, it's often colored by the effect of time. It's now the longest-running study on American happiness. The original study was divided into two cohorts. The first sample was comprised entirely of male Harvard College sophomores. The second cohort was comprised of young men from Boston's poorest neighborhoods. So what did the researchers learn about health and happiness? Before we dive into the results, let's take a minute and talk about Gen Z, those kids born today between 1997 and 2012. They're the most likely cohort to be college sophomores today, or the same age as the original kids in the study. So what do today's kids think will lead to a lifetime of happiness and meaning? A recent study found that 23% of Gen Z kids want to be famous. That result is 8 points higher than the millennials and 15 points higher than the Gen X crowd. Apparently, our youngest cohort didn't pay any attention to the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial a few months ago. The Zeesters also disclosed that making money and having a successful career were two of their highest life goals, even more important than building friendships, starting a family, or engaging in hobbies. So how do those responses compare to the actual results of the Harvard study? They don't. The Harvard findings on happiness don't suggest that being famous is an ingredient of a happy life. They don't include working hard or even making a lot of money. It seems these things had very little to do with the overall happiness of either group in the study. So what are the key ingredients of happiness from those that participated in the study? After 80 years of study, happiness can be broken down to just a few key elements. 
Here they are. Number one, happy is healthy. While each participant's health played an important role in their happiness, there was a more important finding. Personal relationships and the happiness of those relationships had an enormous impact on the participant's health. While taking care of your body is important, taking care of your relationships was equally important over the long haul. Yes, what seems to keep people healthy and happy over the long haul is relationships. It's more important than your IQ, your wealth, or even being famous. That finding held for both the Harvard men and the inner-city Boston men. According to one of the directors of the Harvard study, Robert Waldinger, the people who were the most satisfied in their relationships at age 50 were the healthiest at age 80. When we gathered together everything we knew about them at age 50, it wasn't their middle-aged cholesterol levels that predicted how well they were going to grow old. Once participants reach their 80s, those who are happily married report that they don't grow depressed on days when their physical pain was high. Another director, George Valiant, had a similar perspective. When the study began, nobody cared about empathy or attachment. But the key to healthy aging is relationships, relationships, relationships. Researchers also found that the quality of those relationships matter. Those in an unhappy marriage could be lonely as well as those who weren't married. It turns out that marriages, marred by constant conflict, were determined to be as bad for your long-term health as getting divorced. Yes, it's possible to be lonely in a marriage. Number two, healthy is happy. As you know, aging is a continuous process. You can see how people can start to differ in their health trajectories in their 30s. Taking good care of yourself early in your life can put you on a better course for aging and happiness, says Waldinger. The best advice I can give is take care of your body as though you are going to need it for a hundred years, because you just might. The key point? You only get one body, so make sure you treat it with proper nutrition, exercise, and regular medical and dental checkups. Number three. Booze, food, and lung darts. In his book, Aging Well, Valiant ports to six important health factors that dramatically impacted the Harvard cohort. They're as follows. Frequent participation in physical activity, not smoking, maintaining a healthy weight, having a stable marriage, and limiting the use of alcohol. The final factor is to ensure that you have a mechanism for properly dealing with life's ups and downs. The Boston cohort had the exact same findings. The key point? Steer clear of the cancer sticks. If you drink, make sure it's in moderation. Get some exercise, preferably with your partner, and don't sweat the small stuff. So that's it. Just a few key lessons on how to lead a happy and meaningful life from a study that's been collecting data for over 80 years. Want to learn more about this groundbreaking study? Pick up a copy of George Valiant's book, Aging Well, on Amazon, and find out what the other key ingredients are for living a happy and meaningful life. You've been listening to Wit and Wisdom with Tom Green. If you enjoy this podcast, feel free to follow along on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and all other major podcast platforms. It'll make sure you get notified each time there's a new episode. If you already follow our show, please invite a friend to follow the show, too. Thanks so much for tuning in, 
And remember, until next time, nothing beats nice.